Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, Volume 1, Collecting Issues 1 to 6 of the 2021 Image Comic Series by Kyle Starks and Chris Schweizer. Benjamin, you've done a kind of ASMR style intro there this week, almost as though you're trying to give me a boner. Benjamin! <laughs> What exactly is going on here? Because you have given me this comic book and I'm expecting, when I'm getting an image comic book, I'm expecting sci-fi action, hijinks, superheroes, aliens, transforming robot men. But there's none of that in this. No, Michael, it's a, it's a B-movie in comic book form. It's a little kind of buddy cop comedy, but with six buddies this time instead of two. And not a single cop. Not a single cop, Ben. Just six buddies. It's a buddy comedy. It's a buddy buddy murder mystery. It's a it's a very much a murder mystery, Benjamin. Benjamin, what's this about? Where did this come from? Where did you even find this? Come on, tell me. So, Michael, come here to me. Uh, cast your mind back there now, yeah. right? Yeah. To way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. When was it? Uh, way back in the day, it would have been about two months ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, way back in the day, halcyon um, times. And this was this was delivered to me as a gift. Get out of here! Yeah, it was handed down to me as a wee little giftine. Oh yeah. Uh, and what a lovely gift it was, Michael. And when I got it initially, Michael, it was given to me with a wonderful little signed epigraph thing from Kyle Schweizer himself. Because you can go up on the L, Kyle Schweizer. It's not, it's a stick-in thing. I have it yeah. in an envelope here, Michael. You can't see yeah, it right yeah. now. No, I'm not looking at it, Ben. I'm just looking at it because you've mixed up the writer, Kyle Starks, and the artist, Chris Schweizer. Uh, sorry, combined- it's, it's a drawn <laughs> thing by Chris Schweizer. Oh, and it's, it's a little, it's a little, um, it's a little Terry Komodo saying thanks, Benjamin, uh, and you can you can get that on Kyle Schweizer's website for a fiver. It's great. Get can, out of here! I do not believe that. an envelope, and you can. I do not believe that for a second, Benjamin. I do not believe for a second that you've got a little personalised monogrammed card. I did. It's great. From the, Benjamin, let's just promote this then. Let's not say anything bad. That sounds fantastic. That's great. It's a great little service. So well well done, Chris Schweizer. Nice little nice little gig there. But it was a lovely gift given to me, Michael. And I have to say, it's not something I'd normally pick up myself, but I'm bloody glad that someone else picked it up for me. Not only is it something that I have now... No, I never heard of it, first of all, Ben, but even if I had heard of it, I don't think I would have picked it up until you said, we're going to do the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. And I said, what in the hep is that? What in the what in the hip and heck is that, Benjamin? Benjamin, go on. What is it? What in the hip is it? I think Michael, for for one part, it's it's a a comic book largely inspired by the hit twenty nineteen film Knives Out. Okay, go on. Yeah, there's a touch of knives out about it. It's got a big old touch of knives out about it. But Michael, come here to me. You, as a young man growing up in the eighties, Michael. Yes. You would have occasionally been glued to the box. Oh yeah, yeah. As punishment. Watching a Steven Seagal. Okay, go on. Or perhaps a, a bloody Chuck Norris. Chucklin Norris, his full name, Chucklin Norris, yeah. Perhaps a, a David Cardane. Carradine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carradine. He, he, died, I, um, he died, Ben. He died, yeah. You wouldn't be watching him on the box today now. But you, no. you might have been watching him back in the day, Michael. Mm. You know, all of these boys. Yes. You would have seen and gone, oh, fuck, he's cool. Yeah, I wish I could do a big high kick. Yeah, a big high kick in blue wash denim jeans. Oh, fuck yeah. Maybe that's why I can do a big high kick, Ben. I think you've probably largely been inspired by Steven Seagal, your role model in all things. Steven Seagal cannot kick above his knees level, Ben. And he well, never a, John, could. A, a JCVD, then. Okay, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme can do a big high kick, Benjamin. No yeah. use in a fight whatsoever, but he can do a big high kick. He can do Benjamin. a big high kick, Michael. He does the splits a lot. Benjamin, yeah. but 
here's the thing though, right? The obvious pastiche in yeah. this, the trigger Keaton himself. Yeah. The obvious pastiche is obviously um Chuckle and Norris. Chuckle and Norris, Michael. Old Chuckle and Norris. But Chuckle and Norris isn't a bit of a notorious prick, I don't think. I don't no, think people have ever said he was hard to work with. No, but you know who was? Go on. But he's Steven Seagal. <laughs> you really have it in for Steven Seagal. The thing about Steven Seagal is, though, no one gives a shit what Steven Seagal says. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck what no Steven Seagal is on about. No one cares about Steven Seagal. So, obviously, Ben, in, in this, we meet all of his sidekicks throughout history who he's wronged in various ways. In various horrific kind of child abuse <laughs> ways. And, yeah, exactly. And all of the various shows that he's in are nicely and humorously indicative and pastiches of shows from the time period, which is something yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, so I think one of the this is this is a real send up of the the Indiana Jones short stack, short round, short round uh, kind on. of uh, kid thing. So Indiana Jones two and the Temple of Doom is very much a marketing move when we're introduced to short round. Mm. The 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 powers that be said here. Come here. Do you know what would make Indiana Jones better? A boy sidekick. A boy sidekick uh, mm. with an ethnic minority thrown in there for good measure. Very good, Ben. Yeah. And short round was doing kung fu. Short round was recently in um, everything, everywhere, all at once, and he absolutely stole the show. In my opinion, is he's a fucking phenomenal performance from him. So, such a performance, Benjamin. I wonder how much of this resonates with him as mm. a child actor who. Uh, who couldn't get work in Hollywood after his big breakthrough? Yeah, he got he got pigeon he got typecast, Michael pigeonholed. Well, he got pigeonholed, Ben, and then he ended up becoming a stuntman and eventually making a comeback as an actor, which is almost exactly the plot of this comic book. Bloody Terry Komodo! Eat they your should heart have called out. this uh, short round the comic book. So, Benjamin, obviously, the first one, uh, martial art, which is yes, a great Paul name. Hernandez. It's sidekick. a great name, Ben. It's an absolutely great name. It's yeah. a bit of a combination of um, Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. And um, what's that one called where he's gone around kicking people in the head? Uh, Roundhouse. Roundhouse kicking the head. But Roundhouse. yeah, it's it's Walker, Texas Ranger is the obvious yeah. one. But then as he moves through his, his gross sidekicks and the era changes, obviously the one with Skippy the car is Knight Rider. It's Knight Rider with Tad Haycroft. With Tad. And that makes it such that uh, it's not Chuck Norris really anymore, is it? It's it's other notorious 80s action man, Michael Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Michael Hasselhoff. <laughs> and I think that's probably... I think that's probably a key to understanding what's going on here. Trigger Keaton is all the leading men of various eras. The, exactly. The standard white man. Because Benjamin, later on when he goes on to do Space Boat. Yeah. And Space Boat being from the early 2000s era. Yeah. That instantly resonated with me as a Kevin Sorbo in Andromeda. Yeah, it's Kevin Sorbo in Andromeda. Heck, it could be Farscape. It could be... It could be Farscape. But here's the thing about Farscape, Ben. Ben okay, Browder. Go on, you get me now. You teach ben me. Ben Browder. Ben Browder. One Benjamin Browder. That's me. The lead actor in the TV show Farscape, the lead oh, that's male, not me. the male lead Benjamin, he wasn't a known quantity who was trying to reinvent himself. Whereas the TV show Andromeda was yeah. wholly and singularly about Hercules 
trying not to be Hercules anymore. Trying not to be Hercules. I'm Hercules. I mean, I'm I'm Kevin Sorbo in space. Welcome to Andromeda. It's not Hercules in space. Look at these characters. And then when he failed that, Michael, he turned to Christianity and now he makes movies about how the internet's bad. Yeah, and being a real prick online. Being a real prick online. So, yeah, then we move on to... So we skipped over Terry Komodo there, Michael, who's kind of the 80s Well, Terry Komodo... Terry Komodo is also from Martial Art Band. There's a whole recasting. Oh, debacle. he's the recast martial art. You're right, Michael. You're right. They're Sorry. both in there. So we skipped over Frankenstein and Frankenstein, which is a, a pastiche of the kind of supernatural procedurals that were so popular in, in the, the late days. 90s, Michael. Yeah, well, up to now, Ben. I They're mean, still it, popular, Michael. It, I, I was looking at it thinking of Grimm, the TV show yeah. Grimm. Grimm. Was, oh, it's very grim, isn't it? It's very grim. It's very. Um, Anything you're having yourself about monsters solving crimes. I, th- I think they did a Frankenstein thing where Frankenstein solved crimes. Oh, no, it was Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, Ben? Remember Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow? Hollow? Yeah. Where the Ichabod headless horseman saved cro- lo- oh. Or even if you go back a little bit further and you have the likes of uh, TV's shows Angel or... Yeah. Um, what was the one with the Canadian vampire who was solving crimes? Moonlight? Was that that oh, one? Oh, God, I couldn't tell you, Michael. <laughs> You know, there's so many of them. It and appears you've, that you've embedded yourself in that genre. <laughs> Even that era. So I lo- that's one of my favourite things about this, as it cycles through the pastiches of the different eras of television and the different absolute arsehole leading men. And we're kind of finishing up then with uh, Miles Nguyen, uh, Wynn, who is kind of, I guess it's a Sherlock-esque attempt or a CSI attempt well this one seems to be kind of realistic so yeah you know it's a realistic modern thing so it doesn't seem to we don't see a lot of it to be honest yeah and there's no there's no room for Trigger Keaton in a realistic portrayal of anything no so that's why you get to the sack Ben essentially yeah essentially um, yeah so it's a, it's a mad old little thing and uh, throughout it Trigger Keaton is nothing to be admired he's, it, I thought They were going to reveal Some big secret And the big secret is No he's just a prick He's an absolute Son of a bitch Piece of shit Benjamin He might even be worse Than internet prick Kevin Sorbo I think he is worse Than it Because he really is An amalgamation Of all of the bad pricks Yeah 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 He's no use at all Yeah He's just a bit of a pillock The only thing about him That's in any way Impressive is that he actually can kick the seven shades of shit out of anybody that comes near him. Yeah, I was very surprised when he beat up those three monkeys. Yeah, he doesn't no bother. He just kicked the shit out of them. Stop kicking up. Yeah. Stop beating up those monkeys. There, stop beating nice. up monkeys. Trigger Keaton. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. wept. Benjamin. Yeah. Let's talk about the six characters. Go on. I like them all. They're so likable. I like them all, Ben. <laughs> and they are in themselves. They're they're great little kind of they're they're simple characters. They're they're yeah. they're not caricatures, but they're not They're easily they're, read. They're, they're easily read. They jump off the page a bit. You've they got know what manic, they're about. You've got your manic pixie kung fu dream girl. Yeah, Alison Saint Marie. Yeah, you've got your kind of nervous geek. Uh it could be anyone, but it's Miles Nguyen uh, Win in this particular case. No, it's Tad. Tad it's is Tad very, Haycroft. Yeah, he's a real nervous loser. Yeah. Benjamin, great, great, very fun, very easy to read. Very easy to read. Uh, my favourite of them all is Terry Komodo. Um, He's a real arsehole, Benjamin. I think, for me personally, Terry Komodo's a little bit close to the bone. <laughs> it's because it's you without a kimono. 
Uh, <laughs> one of my, it's nice that it's my favourite though It means you're my favourite co-host Ah yay Yay uh, One of my favourite jokes in this entire comic Michael Is where <laughs> Terry Komodo realises that he's named himself After a Komodo dragon But he thinks he was naming himself after the kimono For all those yes, years Yes, absolute dumbass Benjamin, one of my favourite jokes in the whole thing <laughs> Fucking brilliant uh, Paul Hernandez I think is short round For lack of a better kind of amalgam He's, Benjamin, yeah. Were were you even remotely surprised when it turned out he knew how to do ass kicking? No, they were built into it the entire time, Michael. A yeah, classic. He, I don't like I don't like violence. He was just ducking and dodging. He's ducking and dodging, Michael. But not a bother to him ducking and dodging. You see, that's the thing. Not a moment's hesitation. No. And then when the violence came, it was what? Yeah. He got everybody. It was very very good. And um, Michael, it it becomes increasingly absurd as Benjamin, you go along. Um, I love the stuntman war. The Stuntman War is one of the finest examples of jumping the shark done right that I have ever seen. It goes from kind of an (laughs) on-the-streets murder thing with relative realism to, oh, this is fucking batshit. Yeah, it's mad. Benjamin. Stuntman War is just like a normal war, but with stuntmen. Stuntman War is amazing. (laughs) What a win. Benjamin, apparently stuntmen are quite bitter in Hollywood. Uh, apparently, I'd like to know which one of the lads there, bloody Kyle Starks or Chris Schweizer, was a stuntman. Was well, one of them. Kyle, Kyle Starks has written it, so probably him. Probably him. Let's find out what Kyle Starks was up to at some point. What was he doing? Was he doing a bit of stuntmanning? Probably not, Ben. Benjamin, I I think that the the absurdity is part of the fun of it, obviously. And often when things like this get absurd, they start to lose me. But this didn't, and I think it didn't, mainly because of the artistic stylings. You think you think it didn't get a, a little a positive review? No, no, I'm saying it didn't lose me ah. when, it, when it got absurd because of the artistic stylings. Yes, it's very cartoon-esque. It's very simple, but it's very masterful. I think... Go on. I, Go on, that's a big word now. That's a big word now to just say, to just throw I in think, there. I think Chris Schweizer knows exactly what he's doing when it comes to drawing comics. I think that man has developed a good shorthand and can draw just about anything, Michael. Benjamin, is this just because he's your mate and he sent you a little postcard? No, no. Hi, Kyle. Um, <laughs> no, it's not the other one. It's the other it's one. The other Sorry. Hi, Chris. Chris. <laughs> Hi, Chris. You absolute dumbass. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> Um, now come here to me One of the things I really like here yes. Is There's such a variety of settings Because it's set on a Hollywood lot 90% of the time You can have whatever you want There's the stuntman war There's the street race mm, the Street ninjas. chase Even And he draws it all so well Michael There are nightclub scenes that he draws There are nightclub fights There's a biker bar fight that he draws He's so good at all of it, Michael. There's simplified character designs that jump off the page at you. That's what I was going to say. The simplified character designs, Ben, make it very easy to read who's who. There's never a doubt who's who. Never. Even background characters are unique. Even Except the three Samoan fellas. Yeah, but that's intentional because they're all brothers. Yeah, they're all, they're all the, the same looking. Benjamin. Yes. I absolutely love the artwork of Chris Schweitzer. Yeah. Doing the car. It's excellent. The car, Benjamin, jumps out. Every page that the car is on, it jumps out to my 80s childhood sensibilities and says to joy. me, that is a cool car. Benjamin, I would yeah. pay real honest-to-God money 
Now, Ben, before I continue this sentence, it wouldn't be enough to make it worth Chris Schweitzer's while, but I would pay real honest-to-God money to see Chris Schweitzer doing an 80s Transformers comic. That'd be good, wouldn't it? It would be absolutely incredible, Benjamin. I would sit there and I would look at it and anyone tried to talk to me, I'd say, get away from me, I'm looking at this comic with incredible cars who turn into robots. Yeah, I just think, you know, from panel to panel, pacing to pacing, he does all those parodies of 80s television and 90s television so well. It, it's clearly a TV show when you read it. His his colour work, and I don't want to give Chris Schweizer too much credit because I'm not sure if there's a different colourist, so let me just check that there. Benjamin, look at the car! So Liz Trice Schweizer, who I'm assuming is possibly his wife or sister. I need to check that out. Could be his uh, daughter, She Benjamin. is a colouring assistant, Michael. Uh, it could be his mother. Could be his mother. I don't like to assume, Michael, someone possibly related to Chris Schweizer is doing the colouring assistance. And she does a phenomenal job. Wouldn't they that do be a phenomenal great? job because I can't assume gender. Wouldn't that be great if it was his mother? And he's like, Mom, you finished that colouring. <laughs> Ma, those Ma. pages have to be in. <laughs> Come on, Ma. Finish the colouring. And she's like, did you want that in teal, son? <laughs> no. I can do a quick teal wash. No. no. I said umber. Ma. Like, ah, ma. You're always confusing your umbers and teals. Come on, ma. We need to get these done. I'd like to apologise to the Schweizer family on behalf of collecting issues yeah, to buy yeah, weekly comic book book club. It's probably not his mother, but it would be funnier if it was. But I just think, I just think it's phenomenal. I think... Panel by panel, it's inventive, it's different. I'm, I'm looking here, Michael, look at this. I'm looking. Look at, this, this, look at this little sequence here in issue four, right? Where you have the panels where the discussion's happening in the trailer between Richard Brannigan and the gang. And then outside, Lisa St. Marie is whooping stuntman ass so the boys can have a chat. All of the conversation taking part inside the trailer is done in little boxes. And then it's outside, actually, um, it's just a freeform scrap. It's actually mostly stunt women, Ben. If you it's mostly it. stunt women. There's sexist old me, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's mostly fighting women in that scene. But it's it's fa- it's just so well done, Michael. One of my favourite things with this, Michael, are all the accompanying kind of meta documents that go with each issue. Go so on. you'll see them in the back of the collected issues there, but they're at the end of each issue. So some of them are interviews with Trigger Keaton. One of yeah. them is the actor's yurt. Um, fe- featuring Richard Brannigan and it's an interview in kind of a, a, an Access Hollywood or a Deadline Hollywood kind of style newspaper and then you get a poster for each um, TV series that was in existence starring you know Trigger Keaton and whoever the sidekick was Benjamin yeah look at this man in the green screen suit He's a little, he's a little mocap he's do- man. He's doing the mocap. He's doing the alien in a green screen suit. Like that, that kind of meta documentation, Michael, is phenomenal. There's a little ad at the end of each issue to join the Trigger Keaton Circle of Friends fan club. It's just genius. Um, I don't think I'd like to, to be honest. There's his I, IMDb page, Benjamin. There's his IMDb page, Michael. It's just fucking great, man. It's great, Ben. It's great. This is a joyous comic. This is a little comic, Michael, that you could give to anyone. And say, here, this will get you into sequential storytelling. Oh, we're going to say sequential storytelling. This will get you into sequential storytelling. Because, you know, you might not be... You might have someone who's got a little Marvel jadedness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might got some... Yeah, go on. You say that, though. Yeah. Did you love the ending? Uh, I actually did. did, I'm not sure if I loved the ending. (laughs) 
It's, it's a real... So, for anyone who hasn't read it, pause it now and go read. Well, you shouldn't be listening to Collecting Issues, the com- bi-weekly comic book book club, if you haven't already read it, because that's the whole point, Ben. I, I think one of the things I really liked about it, Michael, is that they all had to come to the conclusion yet yeah, he really was a prick. He was a prick, so <laughs> it was, was fine. Prick. It was fine that you did that big murder. From an ethical point of view, it's not great. From a storytelling point of view, Michael, I loved it. I had the rug yeah, yeah. whipped out from underneath me. I I was so shocked by it and turned my whole world was turned upside down, Ben. And then maybe this is a flaw of the collecting issues nature of it. And then it goes straight into the story of him kicking the monkeys' asses, which is supposed to be, I suppose, a little funny side story. Yeah. Um and I was a little bit confused a little bit. I was like, Oh, is that is that how it's really ended? Okay. That's it. Alright. That's it. Okay. Ben, is there any more of this? Uh, I think we're getting a volume two. I need to double check now. You check that now. You check that now while I spin my wheels about how... Go on. If Chris Schweitzer is listening to this, will he do a Transformers, please? If he... In, in particular, Benjamin, if he could do a Transformers, if he could do a short story Transformers about the characters Wheeljack and Trax, that would uh, that would amuse me no end. It can be a pastiche. As long as they look cool like the cars he draws in this. Then yeah, I'm, so then you, are, you want to do you you want you are officially petitioning yeah. for Chris Schweizer to do a Transformers. Kyle Starks and Chris Schweitzer to do You want a them both to do it. I want them both to do a Transformers murder mystery, Ben. In the uh, Oh, that'd be fucking class. In the eighties. Oh, let's watch the fuck out of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'd have that. Get on it, boys. Yeah, oh lads, that'd be great. We'll offer you uh Frankly, measly budget, um, <laughs> but the passion will be there, and we'll back you a hundred percent until we mm. run out of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, no, there's no volume two in the works by the looks of things, Michael. But I'm not sure that's a bad thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah. The story's wrapped up. I'm happy enough with the story. It, it, it's not. And I liked all the characters, but I, I'm not itching to go back into the world of finding out what's still going on with more people related with uh, Trigger Keaton. But I would like more from this creative duo. Yeah, so uh, at the moment, what Kyle Starks has out is F This Place. I don't know what that is. Uh, Yeah, so F This Place is kind of a little hit. uh, Issue one has only been out, but it's come out to quite some uh, acclaim, Michael. It's about uh, a young lesbian couple... Oh, yeah. Who inherit a haunted farmhouse, Michael. Oh, yeah, I've been there. And it's real bad. It's proper horror. It's real unnerving stuff. Like, the house tries to kill one of the couple very, very quickly. And then it's it's a whole... Do you remember, Michael, when we watched Harrow County? Or when we read Harrow we County? Read, ben. This is a This is a comic this is, book Yeah, this book is a comic book book club. Do you remember when we read Harrow County? Very vaguely. Is that the one about the mean barn? It's the one about the mean barn, Michael. Well, this is like revenge of the mean barn, and it's a very similar thing. It's like if Gravity Falls was fucking terrifying. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's all about that, Michael. Um, and it's it's come out to some, not some insignificant uh, acclaim for issue one. Um, and he's working on that at the minute. What Chris Schweizer is working on at the minute is a little beyond me. Give me two seconds. All right, I'll give you two seconds there, Ben, while you figure that out. Yeah. I should really have prepared this before the podcast, Michael, you but sometimes... Preferred... Yeah, you know, sometimes you don't have time to do all the prep work for collecting issues of the bi-weekly comic book. Some, sometimes you don't have all the time. Sometimes you don't have all the time to do it. Benjamin, I don't have anything from either of these uh, creators in my entire collection. It's hard for me to think of something to recommend to people who might have enjoyed this. 
Um, I think Knives Out might do you. Oh, go on. The film Knives Out. I think the film Knives, Knives Out is probably going to do you just fine if you're into this. Go on. I think you might enjoy that. I think you might have a good time. What's What sort of parallels are you seeing betwixt the two? Uh, the humour for one thing, Michael. Yeah. The The characters jumping off the page. Go on. The well-designed gang. Oh, I like the gang in this, Ben. The clearly defined character profiles so that we can predict what Look they're Look at them on to. the cover, Ben, how they all have different profiles. Michael, they're, they're all, all different. different. They all have different silhouettes. They're all wonderful. Very good. Um, they're all great. I can't find anything from Chris Schreiser at the moment. What's he up to? What are you up to, Chris? He's probably doing that Transformers He does a ton do. of work uh, with Kyle Starks. Him and Kyle Starks seem to be a couple of best buds. All right, okay. Maybe they should uh, do a podcast. So maybe they should do a podcast, Michael, which would instantly eclipse our own. <laughs> Several ways over. They do a lot of historical folk stories. Um, it just looks like a fun time. Oh, non-stop, Ben. Yeah, great stuff from the lads. Uh, Michael, I think this is a truly joyous little comic. I think it's very upbeat. I think it's a very pleasant read, which is a, a real remedy to some of the stuff we read on this podcast, Michael. Oh, one of, this is one of the things that, I, that you have foisted upon me, Ben. Because you'll just foist things on me. You'll just go, Mick, next week we're reading this thing you've never heard of. And I go, oh, no, that sounds terrible. And when you told me about this, I said, oh, no, that sounds terrible. But I'll tell you what, of all the things you will, you've... Uh, I don't want to say recommended, forced upon me recently. Yeah. This is uh this is the one I've enjoyed the most. It's great. At no point was I annoyed. <laughs> I wasn't uh, there was no resentment whatsoever reading this. <laughs> Do you know how it's you just, know that? Go on. You didn't lead with your criticism. You're a man for leading with criticism and finishing strong. Sometimes I might, but not with this because I enjoyed this. Uh, she enjoyed as I the said, fuck out of this. I possibly didn't love the ending. I, I think I could have done with a bit more of a twist. Ah, there was some, get out of here. There was someone in it near the start who I remember thinking, it's definitely going to be him. I thought I it was the chimp woman. I thought it was maybe one of the stuntmen. I'm not sure who I thought it was at the beginning. Um, it wasn't the guy who was dressed as Woody anyway from Toy Story. I thought it might be one of the gang in themselves. I thought it would have been one of the six sidekicks. Yeah, per- perhaps it might have been. But no, it was just... Uh, I don't even know if we'd seen that guy, had we? He didn't... I, I suppose that's good murder mysteryism, isn't it? Yeah, we couldn't figure it out, Michael. Mm. We didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. That was very good, Michael. I, I enjoyed uh, the bejesus out of it. And uh, if there was a volume two, Michael, I'll tell you what, I'd be picking it up. Well, you can't, because there isn't. Because there isn't right now. Get on it. Transformers comic from the 80s. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, come here to me. Yes. What did you think of this lovely little comic? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, you can disagree with us in a few different places. You can find us on the interwebs at www.shomrabug.com. S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means a tiny room in Irish. Sort of, maybe a little bit. You can find us on the bloody other things, Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at Collecting Issues where I never update anything. Please don't remind everybody, Michael. It crushes my soul just a little bit more each time you do. Update uh, every week with the latest in comic book news and rumours. Ah, uh, yeah, pricky prick, prickerson. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the best way to get in touch with us, ladies and gentlemen, as always, is to get up on that Discord, baby. Hop up on it. We've got a special channel, especially for disparaging Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's called some sorbet, perhaps, and you say no. It's uh, called sorbashing. Yeah, sorbashing, yes, um, which is actually an act of defiance in the gay community just to make fun of his big homophobic rants. Uh, but anyway, come here to me. Yes? 
next week we're not doing this comic book podcast because it's a bi-weekly comic book bi-weekly, book bi-weekly yeah, it's every two but weeks. a week after that next week we'll be doing <laughs> Destroyer by Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker Corey Walker from Marvel Comics so bloody get your hands on that one I have no idea what it is it's a it's a it's a comic book about a forgotten superhero cool I'm into from, that Let's... from Marvel's short-lived Max imprint Let's read the fuck out of that then. All right, we will. That's All right, that's listeners. It. Yeah, you should do it too. See you. All right. Uh, see you. See you next week. Bye-bye. See you in two weeks, I mean. It's two weeks. It's bi-weekly. We're off to solve a mystery in a cool 80s sports car. Oh, I love cool 80s. It's a 70s sports car, but uh, I mean, the, the, the point is, is still there. I love, I love it. I yeah, love now it's a little car. bit more belaboured than it needed to be, but it's there. Are we ever going to wrap this up? We're dragging the, we're no, dragging the shit I, out of this. I, I think people probably want to be here for the antics. <laughs> All right. A little, All little right, glimpse behind the microphone. See you in two weeks. See you, bye.